didgeridoo means it's time for the Australia News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plane Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, December 2nd, 2013. Well, good day, folks, and welcome to the Australia Desk for episode 277. And, oh, crikey, jeez, move around, fellas. Jeez, it's crowded in the studio tonight, Grant. Yeah, I'm finding it really hard to get to my six-pack of beer. I mean, it's really bad. I thought it was just because I'm stuck in here with a splint on my leg and I can't move, but no, there's well, lots of people in here. <laughs> the, the splint's not helping, mate. It's not helping at all. Anyway, we're not going to talk about medical matters. Welcome, ATC Ben. Hello. Now, we have to have you back on the segment this week, mate, because uh, as we pointed out last week, week we we had you on but we had some technical difficulties and well you just disappeared so we'll have you we'll have you back on this week as a consolation prize so welcome to the segment mate and we're also going to welcome someone else to the segment who uh, i don't think has been on this segment before Stephen pam our video guy how are you mate hello great to be here no it's true I've, i have never been on this segment before now uh, okay. for people who don't know Stephen pam is the one that does all the video work and makes us look so good when we go to places like avalon etc etc and he's yes. got a project on that we're going to talk about in just a few minutes but uh, first let's go to the big news and well we try and get away from Qantas and Virgin uh, <laughs> Australian news but it's just not going to happen this week now we remember that uh, Virgin with their uh, you know 350 million dollars that they're trying to raise in capital and Qantas is not happy about this well surprise surprise the federal treasurer Joe Hockey came out this week and said well you know imagine a world where we could change the Qantas sale act so that there could be foreign investment what would you think about that Australian public wasn't that interesting Grant? Uh, I thought that was interesting I thought it was even more interesting when uh, when Alan Joyce came back and said yeah yeah yeah, 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 change it in the future. But what we need right now is government backing to support our uh, debt because what's happening is uh, they're releasing more and more bad news. The uh, analysts are slashing their outlook. And as such, the credit agencies are reducing their, uh, it's very likely, they, they haven't done it yet, but it's very likely they're going to reduce their credit rating, which means the cost of borrowing for Qantas is going to go up. That's going to make it harder for them to compete. They're saying, hey, look, it's because Virgin's getting all this money in. It's not a level playing field because of the Qantas sale act. So how about government? You come along and back our uh, debts so that uh, we can keep that really good credit rating and reduce the cost of borrowing. Uh, it's really not because we've mismanaged our way into a dirty great hole over the last five to ten years. Well, it gets even better because uh, as of today, there was uh, John Borghetti's written an open letter to the government, which effectively says you can review it all you like and you can give us exactly the same stuff in Qantas and by the way Alan Joyce bring it. Absolutely and we should remind our listeners that uh, John Borghetti a former Qantas executive is now the boss of Virgin Australia and uh, I think he's enjoying himself over there I keep saying this but I think as time goes on he's just enjoying this battle more and more. Well I think Qantas could actually be in uh, more trouble than they realise. They're almost asking the government to come along and invest in them as well and you know if the government takes public money and puts it into Qantas Borghetti's saying hey you should be investing in us too. You should be leveling the playing field, back our debts. If I was the government and I'm going in to uh, do anything with Qantas, I'd be asking to really do a forensic analysis of their accounts and really have a dang good look at where everything's gone. And, you know, let's really level the playing field. Okay, get rid of the Qantas Sale Act. You can have more people buying in. But you know what? Um, You have to divest your international arm and they have to be two separate uh, companies. Wouldn't that be fun? That would make it really, really hard to prop up Jetstar with costs going to international. Oh, did I say that? No, there you go. And, and interesting if they did that, Grant, because uh, before we had Qantas running domestic operations, that's pretty much the way it used to be. Yeah, well, Qantas was international and TAA was domestic, and then the government and their infinite wisdom merged the two together, and that was how my sister wound up going from TAA to Qantas. Who knew? Oh, 
there you go. So what's old is new again. And the Quota Sale Act has been around since about 1992. In fact, the Keating Labor government brought that in. I mean, is it time to have a review of that? And would Qantas be uh, better off? Would it be better for Australia if, uh, you know, there was some foreign, in- a greater amount of foreign investment into Qantas? I mean, of course, uh, British Airways used to own a pretty uh, hefty chunk of them. Basically, the uh, removal of the Qantas Sale Act or the rewriting of it could allow up to 49% of Qantas to be owned by foreign nationals, just like Tiger Air, just like Virgin can do. But they would have to divest all their international and put it in a different organisation because that's just what uh, Virgin Australia have to do. And Tiger Air can't do international flying. They all just fly within Australia. So, you know, if they want the level playing field, it's almost like, yeah, get rid of the Qantas Sail Act, but still let us have international and domestic together. Oh, and Jetstar, and let us uh, take some of that money that's coming from international investors, and we're going to plough it into Jetstar Japan, Jetstar Asia, all that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, you'd want to put a lot of restrictions on what they can do. Well, I'll tell you what, mate, this uh, is going to go on for many, many weeks and give us a lot to talk about, but let's get away from airline politics. Let's talk about something fun. Stephen, Pam, tell us about airheads. Well, I blame you guys, actually. Oh, you're welcome. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, I'm honoured. As you know, uh, my day job is uh, photography and video production, uh, mostly corporate stuff. And for fun, I like photographing airplanes. Nothing wrong with that. In the last few years, and especially as I've started to hang out with you guys and go to more air shows and stuff, you know, it's got me kind of noticing this uh, spectrum that exists of, uh, of people that are into aircraft in one way or another. You know, you have, uh, if you ever go down to the, the spotting area at the end of the runway at Melbourne Airport, you see people there with their kids and there's the ice cream van there. And, you know, that's all pretty casual. You know, these folks are just going to have a look at the nice big shiny airplanes. And then at the other end of the spectrum, if you go on, say, the uh, Facebook group for uh, Melbourne aircraft spotters, these guys have memorized tail numbers. You know, they can say a particular aircraft tail number is coming in at a particular time and... Um, you know, they know whether they've got that in their in their spotting log or not. And even just you guys are on a different sort of level to where I'm at with uh, with my uh, <laughs> av geekery. Yes. So, um, well, it kind of got me thinking. You know, is it sad or is it is it good or what does uh, turn people? I mean, you know, for you guys, do you remember what? sort of what was your first uh, experience of uh, something that really got you excited about airplanes as a kid? Well, yeah. I, I, in fact, I was one of those people that used to go with my father and sit at the end of the runways, but, um, you know, I actually didn't fly in anything at all until I was 17 when I went overseas the first time, but I fell in love with it from that first right. takeoff roll. So there you go. That's, right, that's right. What... So everyone's got that sort of, uh, some sort of story. So yeah, it got me wondering about this and I thought, why don't I um, settle this thing once and for all, find out what turns people into av geeks and uh, go and meet some and go to Washington. And um, go and meet some uh, some weird and wonderful people, and uh, kind of find their stories and make a little film about it, and share it with the world. So that's my uh, my mission at the moment. Absolutely, awesome. and of course, uh, you've you've named that Airheads, which I reckon is fantastic, and you've got a website airheadsdocumentary.com, which is why we're talking about this uh, not only to promote the idea, but you're crowdsourcing the funding through Kickstarter, and uh, we wanted to talk about uh, how that all came about. I guess uh, there's a, there's a number of ways to skin a cat, as they say, and documentary funding, I guess, is notoriously well, absent, you know, it's uh, commercially uh, people are just, they don't really want to know about documentaries. It's all reality TV and action and all sorts of things like that. And also, you know, we're talking about a, a really sort of small independent type of thing here. And, and I thought um, with Kickstarter's actually just launched in Australia, obviously it's been going uh, in the US for a number of years, but it's actually just launched for Australian projects. So I thought good time to 
get on board and uh, just pardon the pun, but see if this thing flies and uh, put it out there. So uh, that's what we've done. And that was just over a week ago as we record this. So it's only got another 23 days to run. And the way it works with Kickstarter is if you uh, reach your funding goal, then uh, everybody's credit cards are charged and you go ahead. And if you don't reach your funding goal, nothing happens and you can start again if you want. (laughs) Sulk in the corner. Or sulk in the corner and go away and find something else to do. (laughs) So the idea basically is that you're going to uh, take all of your uh, camera gear, get, head over to Oshkosh and produce mm-hmm. a documentary about, you know, what it is. What is what is this love affair that we all have with aviation? I mean, let's face it, none of us would be listening to any of these podcasts if we didn't have some sort of interest or love affair, as most of us do with aviation. And that's this is really a study of that. Exactly. And these are the people that I want to talk to. You know, there's people, there's folks that have been going uh, to Oshkosh every year for, for 40 years or more. And uh, I'm sure you guys would have met uh, some of those strange people um, while you were over there. Uh, and those are the people that I want to talk to as well as, you know, I want to talk to first timers and kids and, you know, I want to talk to a, a cross section of people and kind of get their perspectives and their stories on, but I'm most interested to talk to those people really at the, at the extremes. And I guess what I really want to, what I hope to bring back, I mean, I guess with a documentary, you never know how it's going to pan out, which I want to tell the real story. But what I, what I hope to bring back is that actually av geeks are not that different to ordinary people. Everyone's uh, got their passion or what, what, what it is that they happen to be excited about. And uh, for us guys, it's just uh, at some point along the line, we fell in love with the magic of flight and um, hopefully we can share a bit of that excitement with folks that maybe have less of that excitement than we do. And one of the other things that I've liked that you've done here, Stephen, is um, you've encouraged people to put the link to the Kickstarter fund on, you know, spread it around on social media. And I noticed, you know, dozens of people have done that on Facebook. So perhaps even if our listeners are not able to, uh, you know, make a financial commitment themselves to this project, maybe they can, uh, you know, share it around to their other Geek friends and to see if we can uh, just spread the word and get the funding that way. Absolutely. I would really appreciate that. It's been, um, it's, you know, this is my first time with doing anything like a Kickstarter project. Um, so it's been very interesting to see how that all works. Um, you know, there are a few people that have that have dug deep and made um, larger contributions and a few, a few people that have just, because basically you can just pre-order the a finished copy of the movie is the, the sort of entry level of it. And plenty of people have done that as well. So it's been really exciting and awesome to see that people have put their hand up to do that. And of course, yeah, if people don't want to contribute in that way or can't contribute in that way, then um, yeah, I'd appreciate it being shared around because uh, you never know, someone that you know may may want to uh, do that. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to do at the moment. No problem. And we'll put a link in the show notes and you've made a groovy video and I should point out and, uh, you know, Grant and Ben, you can back this up. These are not just sort of the your average YouTube videos that Stephen produces. He's got experience producing for community television. And uh, like I say, if you've watched our Avalon videos or any of the other more professionally looking videos, there's one or two that Grant and I have done ourselves. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just forget about those. All the really fancy ones. That's all Stephen Pam's work. I think it's a story that's worth telling and um, a good thing to uh, put out there for people to enjoy. So once again, folks, uh, airheadsdocumentary.com is the website and uh, we really, really appreciate your support. I'm looking forward to getting a personally signed copy, Mr. Pam. You got it. Thanks very much for having me on and uh, yeah, fingers crossed that we get to the um, funding goal and that it all happens. Let's see. I'm sure it will. Okay, well that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. ATC Ben, thanks for dropping by again and hopefully there'll be no technical difficulties this time. We can't drop you twice in two weeks. Thanks for having me again. We'll see you all again next week. Until then, I'm Steve Vischer. And we're not Grant McCarran, but I am. I'm glad we got that sorted out. Cheers, folks. Production by Southern Skies. Online media.